0: Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. Today is Monday, January the 4th, 2021, and my mission is to serve you, the people of Cumberland North, to build unity and trust, to influence legislation and public policy for the greater good, to educate and build capacity, promote the people and our area build a world-class healthcare system, and improve our population health. That is my mission and my purpose that I strive to achieve each and every day of the week. Today, I would like to share with you the second half of my annual year in review for 2020. On July the 3rd, we welcomed the beginning of the Atlantic bubble, which helped us to become really the envy of the world. The Atlantic bubble was the result of four provincial leaders and bureaucrats putting the needs of the people and our region above all else. The opening day and subsequent days caused huge safety hazards and many headaches. In fact, I even broke out in shingles that night here at the Nova Scotia-Brunswick new border. But thankfully, we were able to communicate the local border concerns and adjustments were made. The weeks and months ahead provided a great relief to our residents in our local border communities who could now finally travel freely uh, with our natural trading partners across the border in New Brunswick. Our families could see each other uh, once again and citizens as citizens of Canada we could receive health care services equitably in our neighboring provinces as it should always be. On August the 13th The liberal federal government thought they could catch us sleeping during the heat of the summer, but we showed them we're a little sharper than they gave us credit for. They sent an email to Ray Colson at the Amherst Armory stating that it was suddenly not safe and that they needed to vacate the building immediately. Well, we planned a public protest within 48 hours and the decision was reversed, citing a quote, misunderstanding end quote. The armory once again opened, the regimental museum once again reopened, and there is now a planned commitment to get the work done to ensure the towers of the building are safe. I, along with other community leaders, will persevere, along with our veterans and our community, to ensure that the Amherst Armory is kept open in our town. I believe wholeheartedly that 486 men that died, gave the ultimate sacrifice, Deserve more than to have the building they trained in to be left abandoned by the very country they served. I would like to see this building continue to serve our Department of National Defense and that reservists return to train right here in Amherst so that our town can train the leaders of tomorrow for our Canadian military. On September 13th, I was so pleased to join the National Board of Directors for Equal Voice. Equal Voice is a multi-partisan national organization which is dedicated to electing and supporting women in all levels of political office. I look forward to working with others across our great country to reach this goal. September 19th and 20th, the town of Amherst lost a century-old building to a fire in our downtown. The building was home to several businesses as as well as it was a large storage unit. It was devastating that night early morning to listen to people and watch them as they watched their personal possessions and some family heirlooms go up in flames. There were reportedly reportedly 105 firefighters on scene and seven fire departments helping to fight the blaze. And I did go down and thank them all uh, personally uh, that early morning. It is amazing to witness the dedication of our firefighters and I want to thank each and every one of them for their service. The Pugwash Marina and Yacht Club. One of the many items on my list of goals for Cumberland North is to ensure a marina gets built in Pugwash. Thankful for the leadership of Commodore Debbie Cameron as well as businessman Bill Mundell, who happened to be the first Commodore of the Pugwash Yacht Club years ago. This is now going to happen. Debbie has led a team to bring this plan to fruition, and Mr. Bill Mundell has donated, personally, $120,000 to help make it happen. This is real community leadership, public-private partnership, And I want to thank all that's involved and look forward to this coming to fruition over the next year. The Wallace Museum. November, we saw an investment of $300,000 from our province to the Wallace Museum. Several members of the board of directors have been working with me to attempt to get provincial support since I was first elected back in 2017. It's one of those projects that took some perseverance and some time, but it did finally happen. Perseverance does pay off. Over a year ago, I toured the area with Deputy Minister of Transportation and Infrastructure, Paul LaFleche. I took him around Cumberland County and toured some roads and some bridges that need investment, as well as other important infrastructure projects, such as our Pugwash Hospital, such as our Wallace Museum. And I am thankful that Deputy Minister Paulo Flesch was able to help me to get the support that the Wallace Museum has been looking for. So very pleased with that. We have some newly engaged municipal leaders. On, On November the 4th, we saw an election of new municipal councils across the province of Nova Scotia. Here in Cumberland County, we welcomed our first elected mayor. Murray Scott. Murray is a former member of the legislative assembly with vast amounts of experience, which is certainly a gift to our area. He leads one of the only councils in our province that can boast gender equity. We have the same number of women elected as men, and I'm incredibly proud of this. The county council has all new members in the council, all eight new councillors, along with a new mayor. So they have lots of energy and ideas, and I'm very excited to work with each and every one of them. The town of Amherst elected Mayor Kogan, as well as all new councilors, with the exception of incumbent Sheila Christie. I'm very encouraged by the energy and the professional approach of our new councils, and I look forward to accomplishing great things along with them for our area. I also want to thank each and every former counselor that served our county and town, especially Warden Al Gillis and Counselor Terry Reinders, who together served an incredible number of years uh, for our area. Our communities are indebted to them both. Supporting healthcare teams. Healthcare services are being challenged daily due to the lack of nurses and other healthcare professionals available to hire. We had started a physician recruitment and retention committee through a healthcare task force back in 2018, and that is now led by a dedicated local volunteer committee. Dr. Paul Van Boxel continues to contribute and provide wisdom and advice along with several others. A need, though, has been shown to have community leadership also in the area of recruitment and retention for other healthcare professionals, especially nurses. This physician-led group did expand and started another side group that's working with management through the Nova Scotia Health Authority to focus on recruitment and retention. We also have several retired nurses uh, led by Millie McLeod who have come together to talk about ways we can inspire and empower other healthcare professionals, nurses and other members of our care team like residential care workers, continuing care assistance. We had our first meeting in November, followed by another one in December. The group is going to form a society and build capacity to provide local leadership and mentorship to our own nurses and to our own healthcare team members. So stay tuned, there's good things coming from this front. Sexual Assault Support Services. November brought some other challenges to our area, and one of the local physicians in the Pugwash, Spring Hill area was charged by RCMP for sexual assault. I'd like to read a quote from the RCMP, which says, Investigators feel that due to the nature of the accused position in the community, there may be additional victims. Anyone who feels they could be a victim or has concerns about someone else who could be a victim is encouraged to contact police. The Cumberland County District RCMP can be contacted by calling 902 667 3859. After this happened in November, it soon became apparent that there were no sexual assault support services here in Cumberland. This is a huge need for the people of our area, and I'm working to help bring this change. The Sexual Assault Center here in the town of Amherst is committed to helping, along with the Deputy Minister of Health, Dr. Kevin Orrell, has also made a commitment to me to ensure that the people of our area will soon receive sexual assault services. Housing, a conversation on housing public meeting was organized and held on November 17th. I invited my colleagues, Mr. Steve Craig, who is MLA for sackville Cobaquid and is leading a province-wide housing initiative, along with David Ritzy, a colleague MLA from Truro Bible Hill Salmon River area. They joined me in leading this important conversation along with Jim Graham of the Affordable Housing Association of Nova Scotia as well as Jill Snow with the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation. We are continuing to have conversations with contractors and anyone else in the community that's able to help us meet the demand for housing. Housing and safe shelter is a basic human need, and we must ensure everyone has access to safe and affordable housing. There's also a need to increase the supply of housing for those in in middle income areas as well. We have many students as well as young professionals that are moving to our area that do not have access to housing as well. So this is a huge area of need and I look forward to working with municipal leaders as well as private contractors to see how we can meet this demand. Addictions and mental illness recovery program. November the 30th, a group of local moms who know how to get stuff done incorporated a society called, quote, in the works, a social enterprise, end quote. These local moms are working to build a recovery program for those with addictions and mental illness to be able to reintegrate or integrate into the workforce. This is an area of large need here in Cumberland, and I'm so pleased to support this important work. It will indeed change lives for the better. So stay tuned again for this uh, incredible project and watch it grow over the next few months. Cumberland County Regional Healthcare Center Emergency Room Renovations and New Dialysis Unit. On December the 2nd, we received the exciting news from the province that our regional hospital emergency room is finally going to get renovated and expanded. The announcement was also for 12 new dialysis beds, which are going to be built here at the regional hospital. This brought great joy to the local kidney foundation that have been advocating for this for years. In fact, one of my very first meetings was with the Department of Health and Wellness, with the kidney specialist team in Halifax to communicate our needs here in Cumberland for the many dialysis patients we have. Over half of our patients needing needing dialysis must travel to Moncton to receive their treatments. The financial burdens are great as are the travel and distance from family. So this was a very welcome announcement and we look forward to the changes coming in the future. As the year comes to a close, we continue to face challenges here in Cumberland North, especially due to the border and other issues. However, We do live in one of the safest places in the world right now. And as frustrated as I get with the border challenges that we have, I am grateful that that is the battle that I am in rather than hospitals that are overcrowded and don't have enough space for COVID patients. So we do have a gift and we must focus on that strength and be grateful as we move into 2021. So on January the 1st, 2021, I launched a campaign and it was called, quote, Nova Scotia starts here in Cumberland, end quote. My colleague, MLA, Tori Rushton, in neighboring Cumberland South, along with many of my municipal colleagues and several business people and friends together have shared this message and will be sharing it consistently over the next year and into the future that Nova Scotia starts here, in Cumberland. The pandemic has highlighted something that we've always known, and that is Cumberland County is a key integral piece of the Atlantic Canada Gateway and Trade Corridor. Cumberland is the land-based entry point for Nova Scotia. Something happened a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking with one of the deputy ministers, and he shared with me that they are currently collecting data of the number of people that enter the province of Nova Scotia at the Caboquid Pass. I could not believe it. And it inspired me to start this campaign that we need to remind all of the people that work for the province of Nova Scotia, as well as all the people in the Maritimes and around the world, that Cumberland County is where Nova Scotia starts, and that Cumberland County is a key integral piece of our entire country, because we are at the center of our Atlantic Gateway and Trade Corridor. This trade corridor connects and allows supply chains to be connected to the Eastern American seaboard, as well as to the rest of the entire country. Cumberland is the land-based entry point for Nova Scotia, not the Caboquet Pass. We also connect the entire Atlantic region. So please join me in encouraging a strong future of maritime cooperation and shared services with Cumberland County being at the center of all of that. And also please join me in educating and informing every bureaucrat, every deputy minister, Every minister and everyone works for the government of the province of Nova Scotia. That Nova Scotia starts here in Cumberland County. I invite you all to join me in this crusade. I send you all wishes for a healthy and happy year ahead. Let's be positive. After all, we do live in, I believe, the best place in the entire world, and now one of the safest places in the entire world. Here right here in Cumberland County, Nova Scotia, Canada. Happy New Year and look forward to working for all of you in the year ahead, 2021. Thank you to Ron Bickel and CFTA 107.9 for providing me with this opportunity to provide you with my weekly constituency update. Take care of yourselves and take care of one another.